Hi, everybody. Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about um, uh, technical difficulties. My name is Spencer. Uh, I am your host. And with me, as always, is the other host, Michael Nance, and our unpaid intern, uh, Sandy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sandy. It's okay. It's just very, very true. Um, <laughs> Oh, I feel bad. If it, if it helps, we're also unpaid. Yeah, I mean, we're basically. I can't. I still can't find settings on Discord. And oh, uh, it's there's okay. So if you're looking at the thingy, like at the main screen of it, there's a little at the bottom left. You'll see your name. And it'll be a microphone, a headphone, and a gear. Click the gear. Oh. And then scroll down on the left side. You'll see voice and video. And then uh, turn on voice activity and then select automatic determine input sensitivity. But don't yeah. t turn that off and then just make the gain really the hell down or the input sensitivity. If I strum a guitar chord here. It, it, it's weird. It picks like, up the beginning and it's kind of probably the same thing that happens when I uh, scream at the end of every episode. Do you have the uh do you have the do you have that little automatic one turned on? Don't think so. Cuz uh I'm worried that I think that might do it. I don't know. And eh, don't worry about it. Uh play play. Fine. No, no, play us your song. Worst case you scenario, we'll, we'll leave it in. I'll just edit it with your audio. See, that's why we well. have you record. It was just a quick going. It's a quick run through. Just four four lines to introduce myself. Let's hear it. So, oh, there we go. So love the truck hit the wall. Still haven't heard them all. One podcast a week, and now the guests are free. <laughs> there you go. Oh no! Oh no! That's good. I like I that. It. That was beautiful. I actually did hear all of that. So <laughs> don't don't make me cry. We're already we're only 35 minutes into the episode. Wait a minute. You're going to cry, Spencer? I'm always going to cry. I'm a big baby. I mean, this is this is old podcast lore here. Me asking you if you're going to cry. It's true. So, at the slightest provocation. It's true. It's. Are you playing with a piano right now, or is that a keyboard? It's a keyboard. Me? Can you get, even hear that or not? I'm trying to... I don't know. Anyway, so... What's well, wrong with you, Spencer? What's going on with you? <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, like, audio things. Um, Mark it down. Yeah, I know. Spencer struggles with technology. Uh, okay, so... This week, uh, I have we have Sandy on uh, because we're doing a big song, but I don't want to say what song it is yet. Right, Sandy? Yeah, it's secret for now. So um, I'm gearing up to head down to London. I'm, I'm actually going to Wimbledon next week. I think before last time we came on, I think did, were the European Championships on, I think, way yep. back when the soccer. Yeah. Yeah, you you yes, you were uh, literally like missing the game while you were recording. If I recall That's right. correctly, 
like you, your buddies were watching the game and you're recording the podcast with us. That's it. Yeah, I missed England's goal. You know, I suffered for well, not my art exactly, but <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever this is. I I actually was watching that game while you guys were recording, and I was like, "Oh, Sandy's gonna be so mad." Oh well, no mad uh, Americans since one knocked out our hero of the tennis world, Andy Murray, yesterday. Yeah, I see you posting on Twitter about um, about tennis, and I have no idea how tennis works. Uh, so I think we should talk about tennis in the intro here because that's oh, exciting. Yeah. That's on, that that's on good, brand. That's on brand. That's a good call. I think that, yeah, um, I like tennis because every point is suddenly made important by the scoring system. It's pretty cool. Uh, the uh, I think there's nothing because. I was able to play a lot during lockdown. I got into it when you weren't allowed to be near anybody in other team sports. So, but you could hit a oh, ball. Yeah. And- yeah, that makes sense. That makes total sense why you would play tennis. I didn't even think about that during COVID. I, it's not like I played any sports. So I just gained weight. But yeah, Michael, Michael, you you're a professional sportsman. I do you- love sports, and I will say that there's two things about tennis. Tennis is super intense. It's definitely worth watching. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Holy shit, Spencer. You made it. I, I know. On. I'm gonna, I don't even know if my camera is plugged in, but I'll try and plug it in. And Michael, it you, don't, you don't have a camera. You don't exist. You're not real. <laughs> I'm just one of those Vocaloids that they decided just, to make sound like this. <laughs> you can see how sweaty oh, oh, I am oh, in my yeah. picture. I, I, um, I think we discovered that Michael decided to you, not you guys run your AC or are you those people in Texas who are like, we keep it at 78? Uh, I don't want to talk about it, but yeah, kind of. What? No, no. God damn it, Spencer. Run your AC. I'd love to. Jesus Christ. Is it broken? No, it's fine. It's fine. Life is an endurance test and Spencer wants to make it so. Whereas (laughs) it seems seems that Michael, um, I don't know, decided to spend lockdown not having a corporeal form. And he's just kept it this way. Makes sense to me. I've been in the hyperbolic time chamber. Shout out DBZ. You're a you're actually a, a an old bearded man. <laughs> That's not too far off, honestly. I mean, you are old and you are bearded, so you know two out of three ain't bad. Ah, uh, meatloaf. Oh, meatloaf. on meatloaf. I love. Yeah. I like it. He's over the top a bit, but you know, a. I think some of the more over-the-top killers moments are a bit like a a meatloaf album in some ways, but sincere and not sincere at the same time. I mean, I would do a lot of things for for food, but I won't do that. (laughs) Now what am I giving my opinion on even? Like, I don't even know. Am I talking about meatloaf? Am I talking about the man? You know, the myth and legend? Who knows? Oh, so it's, so, so it's, it's the concept of the name you don't like, you know, Mister Loaf. That's I'm sure someone has actually described him as that when he's yeah. been even on reality TV. You know, I do anything for love, but I won't do that. Was number one in like autumn '93 when I was born. That song is that new, or is it just was it just on the charts forever? No, it was relatively new. It was like that was a real that was a comeback, I think, for Meatloaf. Like Battle of Hell Two was about 
15 years later than Bat Out of Hell. Is it, is, That's true. That's true. Back did, into Hell takes, takes 15 years. Meatloaf had a brief resurgence in the 90s. Did he have like uh, other albums between one and two? And, or was it yeah. like was it like a Toto thing or was it like or a better example would be like a Weezer, like, you know, whatever album they've done. You know, when they do an album with a color, Michael Nance, hey, our hey, Lord hey, and right. Savior. He's not green. No one gets that <laughs> joke. <laughs> I made it. I'm oh. here. OK, I get that joke. Michael's not green. He's not green. <laughs> the only my late stage jaundice you know we're all good <laughs> yeah i'm Thank still goodness. i still feel really bad about releasing that episode so late I, i'm sorry sandy I, hey I, it wasn't I, the worst opinion in the world you know you're inhabiting a character i think it came across as lateral thinking i know but but you know, I'm I I feel bad as like a personal thing. Um, do we have any news? I feel like we've been like yammering for ten full minutes of podcast, and I feel like we should you know get to the song. But I don't have a have a uh, a means of transitioning. Perhaps oh, no, like okay. the style of a pun. Does anybody have a pun, Michael? I know. Well, I don't know. I mean, I heard. I don't have a pun, but. I do like uh, what is it? I do like things that take me back to childhood. And we do you say we just talk about news? I think they're bringing back Veggie Tales. I heard. Oh, they are. <laughs> no way. Really? No yeah. Way. <laughs> Been too long. And it, but they're. I think they're changing the name to put more focus on the religious spirituality of the songs. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Is this going to lead to a pun? Yeah, well, <laughs> the, it'll come back uh, in its new form, Sam's tune. Oh. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, see, the the goal is to, you know, achieve maximum blue balls. So, like, if you really like the song, you'll have heard it and you're like, and then and then nothing happens. Um, Yeah. Also, I Sandy starting with I don't have a pun, but um, that is that actually like our trigger phase for like one of us saying like they actually have a pun. Pretty much. It's pretty much. It's the best way to lead into it. The only time that's been better, Spencer, earnestly, is when you just went into a story that seemed believable and you didn't stutter. I can't remember which pun it was, but I totally walked into it. It was fairly recently. It is good when you do that. I was so mad. I was like, God damn it. I walked into a pun. Usually you're like, "Uh, have you heard about the the man? Uh, He has a beard. And his name is... Miss Atomic Bomb. Uh-huh. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that wonderful uh, impression of me. Jesus Christ, this episode already. Okay, so the song Sam's Town by the band The Killers. Uh, how do we feel about it? I love Sam's Town. Sandy. I love this song. I think it's really good. Um, I think there's energy. It's kind of dark and anthemic at the same time. I think it could be great. But there's a couple of issues I have with it as well. So it's interesting how you guys like how we move along with talking about it. Well, um, 
you know, this, because I, like, when I got this album, like, when it came out, I listened to the shit out of it, and it's like, this was, this song was like, as always, Spencer, quality content. Yeah. Shut up, Michael. Are you telling it fun? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You turn your camera. Does somebody have a gun to, to your head right now? Like, Say how you feel about Samstown, goddammit. No. This is a really <laughs> good song, and it's a really good way to start the album. Is it my favorite beginning of an album? Kinda. But at the same time... <sighs> It feels like the beginning of a musical. One hundred percent, very theatric. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, that's I part. Think, of... Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. sorry. Mate. I think it's a good, like, an amazing maybe first three minutes, and then it gets more musically and diversionary in that last minute. And to me, that it suddenly makes it that I probably listen to it more often than not as part of the album. If I'm listening to the album in full. And makes it less likely for me to just stick on Sam's tone, the song. Right. Hmm. Yeah. It. It. I. The. The weakest part to me is the end where they're yeah. talking about I see London, I see Sam's town. Both because it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of chintzy that that like I I often think of like kids telling like crude rhymes and like yeah I see school. London, I see France, I see so and so. That's always Underpants. what that shit reminds me of. <laughs> Right. It's definitely not what they're trying to, like, recall, is it? You know, I think it it might be. I just don't know, because I feel like that just leads into that rhyme where you at some point there's a hole in the wall where you can see it all. (laughs) So it's just. Okay, clearly I didn't have as many children's rhymes as you did. So uh, you want to you want to explain that one, Michael? There's I don't remember how you get there. I don't remember the whole rhyme, but I just remember at some point you continue naming places and then you name that there's a hole in the wall where you can see it all, which I thought about later. And that insinuates that there's sort of like multidimensional or like rift going on because it's like okay i can see all of these places through a hole in the wall and it's all lascivious mind you it's like all like nudity and i don't know looking at women's underpants i guess so it's just perversion all around well and that's immediately what i think when this comes on every nursery rhyme turns out to be perverse in the end very true like that ring a ring of roses one being about everyone catching the black death and dying (laughs) and stuff like that yeah yeah and what a delight yeah, and we're Jack and Joe really going up that hill for water. I got Spencer for uh, uh, your birthday already passed in February. I didn't. I don't think I got you anything. I'm going to get you a Beatles poster, just a solitary Beatles poster to put behind your camera. Yeah, no, get, have... get 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 a quarter of a Beatles poster, like <laughs> just, just just George, just like, like yeah. just, just just like George, just like just just George Harrison right here. <laughs> You know. And it just says like Would George yes. Harrison like the song Sam's Town? Uh Well my town gently weeps, you know, that like what's he coming up with? <laughs> he might actually. There's a there's a good music progression in it. Oh, there's a cat. It's Aww. Peanut. I know. She's old as hell. 
Yeah, shit, I forgot to buy. I need to buy food for my snake. Uh, pod listeners, if you're listening, remind me to do that. Um. Anyway, Roger that. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay, no, Samstown. Samstown. Good. Good song. I think it gets a bit lost towards the end, except in a couple of live versions we might go on to that I think oh, actually yeah, are we, more satisfying. Yeah, we very you very specifically requested me put one in, and so we're definitely gonna be able to talk about that. Um now okay. here's the real question. What is this song about? Uh, uh well we could wait till yeah, we'll go Michael. To me, it's setting the stage for the rest of the album, which I think kind of gives it that musical feel. Um, you know, it's kind of like uh, the beginning. This was kind of a movement during albums around this time, both in like music, kind of like the Killers, and then other bands who are like you'd never see with the Killers, like My Chemical Romance with the Black Parade, <laughs> and kind of like concepty albums with like these like really overblown intros. Mars Volta did one. And it all seems kind of like Co- Coheed and Cambria would do it. Isn't I that like, hold on, stop. Mo- Coheed and Cambria's whole shtick is they're all concept albums, isn't it? Except for a couple, I think, or one. There's one album that's not any part of the concept at all. I think I think it would have been weirder if during this time, Coheed and Cambria just released like a standalone album that is not related to the plot. That yeah. happened in 2015, I think. Well, would they, call, they could maybe call it low key in Cambria. <laughs> um, let's see. I live for these faces that I see in front of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, um, you know, um, what is it? Black Parade. Yeah, that's big and theatrical, has a special intro song. I think it came out the same month as Samstown, actually. That would uh, totally make sense. In- it, it, it's just that they kind of leaned into the whole thing being kind of a, a, a musical. My Chemical Romance did like a dark emo like scene musical, but the killers, it kind of goes back and forth on this album because one of the things that makes musicals musicals is leitmotifs, right? So you just like continuously get like the same musical uh, sequence that comes up and sometimes it's arranged differently. So, but it still sounds the same so that you feel like you're kind of in the same universe. And do they really do that in this album with any of the parts of Samstown other than like maybe with like interlude and exitlude? I actually think maybe just interlude and exitlude. Funnily enough, the recontextualization, they shove, the first time they do that is actually in Hot Fuzz, slash Fuzz or whatever, how you ever pronounce that. Uh, like the you film? know, what was it, that Midnight Show song? Yes. They take the audio from Jenny was a friend of mine going like, was it, she said she loved me or something, and they bury it and stretch it out have it and they have it late in the song and you don't really pick it up at first but it's there that's pretty cool i had that no idea the whole murder trilogy stuff um here i think it's more of a lyrical continuity uh, what happens i think with uh, brandon writes all the lyrics right yeah um, yeah yeah because you know what's it ronnie's away writing straight in no kissing and all that stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah. straight in no kissing Yes, the, um, and I think he's not as good as he is by Pressure Machine, you know, in 2006, that writing full character studies and sketches. But he often tries, and what happens is he gets maybe halfway. Like Uncle Johnny isn't. There's yeah. not really enough there. It's, it's, just, it's just like you know the bare bones of something. 
but the so what he, he ends up tending to do is slowly getting into more general stuff about overcoming the odds and other things and that ends up being what I think the average person latches onto. I think that sort of feeling is in place here. The the biggest thing I get from it is restlessness. That goes through the whole album. And there's one particular line, I don't know if you want to wait till we get into the lyrics, but I feel sums up the whole album in a way. No, go for it. Say it. Uh, he said, well, it's the end of the chorus, so I guess it, he must think it's important that he says, I know that I can make it as long as somebody takes me home every now and then. So it's this ambition to get out of this small town. It's like holding him in. He has dreams and ambitions and all that stuff, but at the same time has to square that with like the fondness he has for his hometown and it being what made him, in a way. Does so- that make sense to you? Yeah, no, it makes sense. So I guess the next question is, so we think this song, or at least you think this song is about, this is about Brandon, not like a character that Brandon has created. I think this actually is. Because as he mentioned, her brother being born the 4th of July, maybe too coincidental, but his older brother actually was. Oh, wait, really? Huh. Yeah. Well, shit. I mean, it would make more sense if it was mostly about Brandon. Yeah, I don't know if Grandma Dixie is a real character either, but it could be true. Well, because like when I was younger, I used to think this song was very I thought this song was the intro where he was describing the thoughts, because if you look at Samstown in terms of it being a musical and you have this perspective character, you kind of can listen to the whole album with the understanding that Perspective Jones, the titular Samstown man, mm-hmm. I'm not good at names. Uh, you know, you can use that perspective as kind of the 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 anchoring point with which you view the whole rest of the album, right? And so, you know, through doing this podcast, we've kind of slowly peeled back the layers, and we all kind of. Are, are starting to discuss that golly gosh, Samstown's actually just about Brandon and like people he knew, I guess. So is this just pressure machine, but like fictionalized the early pressure machine when, cause it, it does still have like that drum, that uh drama and kind of like, I don't know, uh, some of the sound of hot fuss that they were going for at the time. Uh, the very beginning of Samstown sounds, you know, definitely like the killers and like the sound they were carving out. And I honestly feel like if he was able to complete this idea that they're that like the stage that's being set in Samstown in a more complete way, especially musically, then this album would be have been more celebrated than it is now. I think people appreciate it more now than they did when it came out. I was like, I don't know, it was like 2005, right? 2004, 2005. Oh, were you? Were you? I was in high school. So... I I loved this album and it like especially Samstown resonated with me because I grew up in a shitty small town in Waco uh, in Texas called Waco and it it was just boring you felt like you needed to get out of there there wasn't a whole lot going on strongly christian strongly and overwhelmingly white so you're just like I got to get out of here and that so this song kind of like evokes that same feeling of like no one here has any dreams they just want to like 
They just want to turn into pressure machine people. Unless you're mm-hmm. David Koresh. Hey. <laughs> well, I mean, that guy, uh, he was the second coming, so. Emphasis Blank on face. the come. I completely missed the second coming. No. It, it sucks. Now we got to wait for the third. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, that's really good. Um, I think I agree. I think maybe it's more heightened than pressure machine. And a lot of people thought it might have been overdramatic at the time. Definitely critics. And the more you go on, the more you're like, no, these people, and Brandon especially, is like a weirdo who actually feels these big feelings. And it's not totally false. Like, you know, because they're very Vegas, aren't they, the band? Yeah. They're like sincere and artificial at the same time in this like kind of cool way. Yeah. And it's here in Samstown, the album. For me, anyway. No, but I like a... Spencer's take that, like, the whole thing could be even more fictional, and you're just getting a setting of, yeah. I mean, that's... an entirely unreal town and a protagonist that's unnamed. Well, Johnny Samstown is obviously his name, but still. Samston. Samston. Sam's... Samston. Samston. Johnny Samston. Yeah. But no, he's Sam, and this is his town. But then his his uncle is also named Johnny. Like everybody lacks creativity here. They're just like, hey, he's Johnny. He's also Johnny. Yeah. Hey, guys, guys, bro. um, Why? Why do you think the album starts with Sam's Town and not Interlude? Um, Because um, I, I there's a musical reason for this, Uh, because when you're doing um like a musical there's always usually there's there's like an opening number um and if you're doing like uh uh like like ballet there's uh what's the thing called a overture i yeah. this song's the overture right that's, that's always- what i mean is that yeah. this song it would be nice if this if sam's town was like you got like a riff of like this river is wild at the end instead of that weird I see London, I see underpants. So yeah, that, that would be more complete to me. But I feel like you had somewhere you were going with this. So why were you, why are you asking? Explain. No, I'm genuinely interested. I mean, that I maybe kind of agree. I also think that it's a good way of not scaring, you know, hot bus fans off. It starts very quickly. I mean, maybe interlude might've been a bit weird just to put on. Whereas yeah. the song at first just goes, we are the killers. We make big, loud noises with synths and guitars like this. Yeah. You know, and you're kind of in it very quickly. So you don't immediately think, oh, my God, what have I stumbled into? Yeah. And this is not the killers. I mean, there were points because I loved Hot Fuss so much when it came out that I I didn't appreciate some of the songs on Sam's Town until later because it was so different from Hot Fuss. I I actually, when I first got this album, I liked it more straight through than I ever liked Hot Fuss. I'm not even kidding. But that's because I, mean, that's I didn't like the, I didn't like the second half of Hot Fuss. I never have, except for Change Your Mind. One of your favorite songs, I think. Change Your Mind is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not even on the UK version. Like, But you were just ahead of the game. I now prefer. Yeah, exactly. To, to hot fuss and yeah it's it kind of holds up more all the way through sales wise it kind of matched sales in the uk but there was a 
pretty decent drop in the US, even though I think it's meant to sound more American. Like, again, any particular reason? I just think it was just like the culture and what was popular. I think Brandon just... For rock music. See, I, I think Brandon just wanted... Are you asking why it sold better over there? Or are you asking... Um, or over, yeah, over where you are versus where we are. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I, I do enjoy the irony of it, but I think, I think the killers just took off so much in the UK versus the U S cause like there's fans in the U S but we're kind of like embarrassed about it. Like <laughs> it's weird. They're kind of a meme band in the U S Yeah. But like there's there's millions of killers fans or you yeah. know, if, if you know when I tell people hey I do a killers podcast they're like oh yeah I've listened to them they're all right you know but I bet if I go over to the UK they're they're gonna be like tea and crumpets I hope you can see me doing <laughs> <laughs> jolly good I'm terrible I'm so sorry uh, oh, geez. you're the for the English national team Spencer. Mr. Crumpet. <laughs> Jolly hockey stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's, yeah, put on that Mr. Brightside at my funeral or whatever is tends to happen in terms of weird just cultural phenomena. But, yeah, yeah, it picked... I think it's it kind of plays into a lot of uh, maybe British people's perhaps slightly ignorant idea of what America is like. Does that make sense? Samstown is like what America's like. Or yeah, just the killers. Or, 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 or the killers. What, yeah, the impression of the killers over here. I mean, I feel like using the killers as a means of like determining what America is like. That's that's you know, it's like using I don't know what's what's like a what's the word? There's a thingy. Never mind. Equivalent. What's what's like a caricature of British? life you know it's like using little britain as your like concept of what the uk is like yeah i think the government like did that show. Pretty well. yeah like doctor who or something yeah like sherlock some somebody that's more eccentric than british people actually are yeah exactly like doctor who sounds about it yeah yeah i don't know yeah. I don't, I don't, I guess it, it does surprise me that the killers were more, I, they were super popular when Hot Fuzz came out. I know amongst the kids that I knew and, uh, that album was way more popular than Samstown. I think Samstown was just too out there for most people. Whereas mm -hmm. Hot Fuzz has so many, tra I mean, Mr. Brightside is still hitting everybody's attention all the time. I hear it at karaoke every time I go. So it's, it's the karaoke track, but so maybe it's just it's not as commercial and maybe Spencer's right in that in the UK it just didn't drop off because the killers had more of a head of steam yeah it's true absolutely people will forgive bad albums or not great or like softer sophomore albums when they just absolutely love the band but I just think because day and age wasn't also was also pretty you know human did pretty well in the United States I don't know how well it did in the UK but yeah, last really big single. And I think that's what's that's what I think you need two albums worth of like well known singles and then a big single from the third album. If you have approximately almost ten tracks that 
are in the public consciousness, then you're suddenly abandoning just like keep headlining festivals until you decide not to. And forever. Yeah. It's got to that, that stage. That's really their last big, big song. Human. True. Because what you mean? Nothing from Battleborn got all that big. Uh, no. Runaways was okay. It didn't get that big, but it was it was that good of a song. It was a better song than Human. Yes, I agree. It's better than Human, but big and popular. No, Battleborn itself. I didn't like. I barely even knew it came out when it did. Okay, I'll 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 put my hand up for Team Human. I think that's slightly better than Runaways, but it's close. I think they're trying to do different things. Heartbroken. Yeah, they are very different. They are. That's see that, but see we now bringing it back to Samstown. Runaways is a, a song because it wasn't really until like a, maybe a little bit in day and age, but then really in Battleborn where Brandon leaned into like the caricatures and uh, like snapshots of like, I guess like, I don't know, like still life paintings of what Americana is like. And Runaways is definitely one of those, like a, a yet like a young couple who fall in love, but the dude can't settle down. So they just always run away. You know, you just feel like you're sitting on your Chevy hard body eating a hamburger for a nickel or something. That's America, baby. I was waiting for you to just keep going for like like months, months of this. <laughs> months. Okay, anyway. Whatever's keeping um, you on the edge. Yeah. Uh, Reddit. How about it? Uh, all right, let's see here. First you thread. Okay, this is from user Ubathonk. What are your opinions on Samstown? And the, and this person goes, Samstown is my second favorite song by the Killers and is leagues above anything from Hot Fuss. I'm not saying Hot Fuss is bad. I'm just saying this song is fucking amazing. Especially the endless or especially the ending and the buildup at the start. 10 out of 10 song. Now, I know for a fact you will disagree with this, Sandy. So explain the thing about the ending. My thoughts about the ending. Or yes. What other people yeah. think. Yeah. Um, I just think it's meandering. But they kind of go into a different key. I see London. I see Samstown. We can get onto the lyrics later, but they sort of change the chord with every syllable. Which, funnily enough, actually ties it into the 4th of July and ties it into the Star Spangled Banner because that does the same sort of thing. Like, why the dawns are the light, that sort of thing. But, you know, for me, music's best when you have things going at different paces and causing like small incidental harmonies and everything else. And I see London, I see Samstown. It feels like it's meant to be this big sing-along thing, but it's not. It's kind of leaden because of that. Everything's dum, do, dum, do. And then the last 30 seconds is sort of studio chatter, a change to a different key. Yeah, it it just feels a bit muddled. And it was had so much momentum in the first like two or three minutes that it feels a bit disappointing to me. I think Louis they the really could have done more with the end of that, that song. Uh, last bit of the song. Yeah. What the K Wolf seems to agree on the Reddit. Talks about the opening being really good. K Wolf says, I love the bombastic synth opening, really gets you hyped for the rest of the album. I know people argue that maybe Enterlude should have been the first track in Samstown, but I think Enterlude is too gentle to be the opening. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's kind of, yeah, I think I agree. 
Hello? Hello. Yeah, we, we can hear you. Okay, that was weird. My internet died for a second. I'm going to stop streaming my video. Sorry. No I don't... trouble. Do you need us to stop streaming? Uh, you no, you can keep streaming. It's fine. Um, okay, so to be naked, um, no, I was gonna look up. No, I forgot what I was gonna look up. I do see someone on here. Uh, it it's not that their their uh, comment is super controversial, but their username is Milf Lawyer Esquire, and uh, I thought you'd appreciate that, Spencer. That is a good normal person name. Milf lawyer Esquire. There's another. There's another lawyer. Oh, there's right. nothing really else. Oh yeah, Louis the Fourteenth. What about him? Is it Louis the Fourteenth? The world's oh, first the milf band? lawyer. Uh, yeah, the the band. Yeah, Louis the Fourteenth. The lead singer from that band is in this song. Oh really? Oh. At the end. He's the guy who's saying, uh, you know, would you do do, you, do I have to beg you to rewind it? That's that's him. All right. Cool. Yeah. The, he's hearing it. I it's it's somewhere on here. I got to find it. But I I know this is a thing that really happened. I'm not just losing my fucking mind. <laughs> well, I'm going to go to the next Reddit thread. Yeah, Louis the 14th backing vocals on tracks 1 and 9. There you go. I figured it out. Woo! Shut up, Michael. <laughs> Confirmation. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. I'm going to put this right here on the fridge where everyone can see it. Spencer found a fact. I hate you guys. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go back to recording my uh, my face so you can see my disappointment um hey we have we have right. we have we have the chops don't cry on the second reddit thread oh do we not there's no other there's nothing important in the comments it's just people agreeing and saying they love sam sound the best comment was by the cable all right well then let's go to the second thread hello Woo. all right so this is user epic kieran for the win Thoughts on Samstown, the song. Uh, it's not one you see talked about a lot. What? <laughs> um, thoughts? Top and... comment is from Musically Hoagie, who says, such a great intro. It does a great job of setting the tone thematically and sonically for the album as a whole. And I will agree with that, though I do wish that some of the, you know, music stuff was revisited or or rearranged for future use uh, in later songs. Cause there's certain songs that probably, you probably would enhance like uncle Johnny uh, needs a little something. Cause it seems kind of like a half baked like the only thing I really know about uncle Johnny is that he does cocaine. Um, yeah, I don't really know much else. And when everybody else said, Hey, I'm not going to do cocaine. He said, I am. And he probably mumbled a lot. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, hey, what you say, Johnny? He's <laughs> uh, just always coked out. So just, I, people There's who are coked out want to talk. They get real close to you when they talk. So There's nothing too controversial here. Mm -mm. There, there is, is the Chops Don't Cry. Yeah, I was about to but say, there there's, the there's a Chops Don't Cry post. Um, and uh, 
the and they say it's deliberately placed between Uba and Enterlude to serve as a bridge between Hot Fuss and Samstown. I can I can buy that. Because it starts yeah, it starts all synthy and then it goes, you know. It does sound yeah, it does kind of a quite a cogent post. A cogent argument by Machops Don't Cry there. A rare cogent argument, yes. Um Arguably the best song of the album. That is incorrect. Uh, love the studio version. Don't care at all for the acoustic version. There he is. There's yeah, our you, boy. There's the oh, guy yes. we've grown come, to know and through. love. He's come through. He's he's got a shit on something. And you know, there we go. He's he's you know we he had us in the in the first round, but he knows where his bread's buttered. It's an us. Yeah, hot I do appreciate that deleted uh, the most popular user on Reddit just typed in all caps. Why do you waste my time? Which, yeah, that's about that's I would be like, yeah, Sam's down because I don't yeah. know any other song that that you, anybody screams. Why do you waste my time? And then is the answer to the question on your mind. People no, really love lyrics like that in the mid 2000s rock revival. They loved lyrics that were like, it sounds like a turn of phrase, but it's also not so. Yeah, it's a bit like, yeah, why, why do you waste my time is the answer to the question on your mind. It's like when you try and create a sentence, but, you know, somebody has just said, run two words, and it's passed on to the next person, and you end up with something like that. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, Spencer, you look like a stealth vehicle with your headphones on. Like, oh, I can't even hear you anymore. Oh, okay, perfect. I can't even hear you. Y'all need to turn your AC on, dude. You're gonna die. Uh, what is the temperature where you are, Sandy? Uh, it's humid for a uh, for Scotland right now, but it's probably about like fifteen to twenty Celsius. I don't know what that is in old money or whatever. <laughs> you use. <laughs> Like we we call them flagging heights because we stand for a flag. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> this is the dumbest bit. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm turning down my AC to make Michael like What's less the... scared for my safety or whatever. Um, you just for the record, your phone. For the record, <laughs> I fucking knew it. I knew you were 78 degrees. People, you psychopaths, and never come into your apartment. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's nuts, dude. I will pay the money to not die. It's like a, it is 95 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in uh, Celsius reduce, but I, you know, it's, it's hot as fuck. It is so hot outside. I went for a run earlier and I like, I laid down and, in the yard. And, just, and you died. I almost did. You're, I'm way too pale. We're talking to uh, the ghost of Michael now. But now I have a camera. Yes. So the ghost sends temperature somehow. Uh, wait, what? What did you say? The ghost knows how hot it is somehow. I mean, yeah. I can feel I forgot, temperature. I forgot, I forgot ghost physics for a second there, Spencer. I'm sorry. Okay, I was like, what, what is I, that I think, happening I think it's right time now? for me. 
It's time okay, for me yeah. to break out the Spencer dispenser. It is um, it is like two in the morning where you are. Like the fact that you're yeah. here just blows me away. Okay, so the the third Reddit thread, and this is a perfect thread. Thank you for picking this. Uh, I yeah. I made our thirty five unpaid... degrees Celsius. Thirty five degrees Celsius is what it is here in Texas. Holy with, fuck! With like sixty percent humidity. Yeah, that's so, all. So I made uh. I made our unpaid intern here, Sandy, select all the Reddit threads because I didn't know which were the good ones. Because a lot of okay. them are just people talking about about the album. And this is actually okay. one talking about the album, but this is a really good one. And here's why. This is a Samstown tier list from user Earth Smash Studios. I wonder if Earth Smash Studios has made anything I've heard of. Uh, the Hulk musical. Um, uh, oof. It's, they've posted a five-second video of what your favorite band says about you, and it's the killers, and it says none of your relationships seem to work out. That hurts. Damn it. That hurts. That hurts. I'm... Damn it. Anyway, Samstown... Oh, well. Samstown is, of course, listed here as S-tier. So... Yeah, appropriate. And the others on here that are S tier also mm, I don't I don't put for reasons unknown as S tier. I don't know about y'all. For reasons unknown. Yeah. For yeah, reasons unknown. <laughs> for reasons. Uh, read it's my mind, good. which we haven't done yet, so uh we will reserve our opinions till then. This river is wild, definitely S tier. I love this river is wild. When you yeah. were young. Classic track. I don't know. The only one I really disagree with here is Bones is A tier. Mm. When clearly Bones is uh, yeah, F tier. You have a sort of joint grinding uh, just issue with Bones, and we understand it at this point. Yeah, I call I it. It's, it's, called, it's called arthritis. It's called arthritis. Is it that? Is it? <laughs> I, yeah. I think there's also say it's that Tim Burton directed the music video too. I think it, you also hate that Spencer. Since yeah, you're not a spooky, scary skeleton type of guy. He's fucking daddy issues and skeletons. That guy. He's just uh. Why do I keep yeah. tempting? I really want to see you with a Tim Burton aesthetic at some point, though, Spencer. Like wearing a like a Jack Skellington suit, and <laughs> your look of disgust was worth it. Sweating your ass off in your like ninety degree apartment. Going, what's this? What's this? And it's all the things catching fire actively in your house. Yes, it's like it's a mixture of Jack Skellington with sort of this is fine meme. <laughs> See how I transform this rat into a most delightful hat, etc. <laughs> no, Spencer, you could pull that off. I think. Yeah. Why do I keep counting last as a poor call? Um, that song fucks. I don't know yeah. what this guy's talking yeah. about. I love my list too. I also loved the Toby Keith song we watched during that week. <laughs> Fuck I still watch that music video and laugh. Like, I know you're not supposed to, but I'll go. Be, I need a good laugh. I'll watch that fucking Toby Keith music video. <laughs> See, I, I, I legitimately believe you would do. That. It's so funny. It starts off with 9-11. I, does it? <laughs> yes. It's two people watching 9-11 happen on a TV. And then it's like, bam, 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 a fucking night truck. It's all on my list. And you're like, God, I, I cannot believe they did this. Like, how oh. bad a pandering can you get? Holy I, I, shit. I, I, I cannot believe that, they did that. 
I want to do a country song too, but it's got like footage from like the Tiananmen Square riots. And it's like, and now I got a country song. It's just so stupid. I can't believe it. How do you explain it in terms of an artistic choice? Like, we really need this context here. (laughs) These people have to be close because 9-11 just happened. Yeah, but then it just it, it's because it's Toby Keith, and I feel like Toby Keith is an industry plant, and in, for in that era, it was just like, hey, we need a good old fashioned American man to write country music about kicking ass. I legitimately <laughs> do not remember the nine eleven thing. All right, all right, we're gonna we're we're gonna re, we're br- briefly gonna <laughs> revisit this. Uh, Thank goodness. All right, Sandy, you're in for a treat. Here we go. Isn't the watch together? Oh. <laughs> oh my god, it really does start with 9-11! What?! I don't- I didn't remember this! Why?! Why did he do this?! Also, why are they using a fake fucking voiceover?! Oh, there he is, Tobes! The, the sad thing is, is that uh, sometimes when I hear this, I'm like, this sounds like something that would have been on Pressure Machine, like this beginning. Not the voice, but. All right, you're singing this at karaoke next time we go. Oh, OK, absolutely. I mean, it's in my wheelhouse. I can do that voice. I don't have that glorious mullet, though, unfortunately. I didn't know. Mullets are coming back. I don't know. Are they coming back in the U.S.? Because they are in the U.K. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, ever since we had Santa on most recently, I also watch Australian rules football now. And there's like one mullet guy per team. That's like their rule. One mullet guy. If there's two mullet guys, I don't know what would happen. Like the team would fall apart or like a black yeah, hole. Yeah, it's a possession on the field, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, uh, opening a black hole in the middle of the field, completely legal within Australian rules football. Yeah. <laughs> I will never. Called a, it's called a holy dingo. <laughs> I will never stop making that joke for the rest of my life. Just say <laughs> that's a just some ridiculous thing. Completely legal within Australian rules football. OK. Um. Uh. Anyway, so long story short, that person are probably right. Uh, lyrics. Are we doing lyrics? Who's doing lyrics? Let's do lyrics. Hmm. I don't know what I did last time. OK, well, um. I'm reading oh. this page intro. I'm yeah. worried about it. Oh my god! There's like with all things, it's not. Oh, hello. Anybody writing essays up in here? There are essays, but oh my uh, god! But <laughs> oh my god! But there's some good. <laughs> there's some. There's certainly some names in here. Okay. Uh, I fucking love this. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. I don't remember if I'm reading lyrics or not. All but right. I'll, I'm doing annotations. I decided. Okay. All right, you're in charge of annotations. Sandy, you want to just alternate whenever there's like a one of them like bracket things? You want to do it like that? Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, uh, Michael, read the page intro, and then we'll we'll do it. Okay. This is from user Katie Jean, who says flowers bemoans lost Americana as he thinks about growing up in a small town with big ambitions that the people around him seemed to doubt. The opening song of the album, Sam's Town, serves as a transitionary song away from the British sound of the killer's first album, Hot Fuss, and towards the more American-influenced sounds of its own album, weird, setting the stage for the rest of the album. 
Sam's Town takes its name from a Las Vegas casino whose sign was visible through bassist Mark Stormer's childhood window. The band later celebrated the album's 10-year anniversary with a concert held at this namesake casino. I, I got the image that Mark grew up in a casino. So that's why you can see another casino sign through the window. So he's just like a 10-year-old, like smoking cigarettes and like going to the gambling hall because that's where he lives. What if this sign's about Mark? One, like, like Franz Town across the other side of the street, just like seething at the better <laughs> casino. <laughs> I wish I lived at Sam's Town. Let's not live here. It's not at all. That's not at all what Mark sounds like. I live at Gambling Hut. That's, that's, that, that, that's in Vegas, right? Gambling Hut? Yes. Mark is quite a quiet voice back for Paul. He's more like this. Mark Stormer. That's how he sounds. Uh, so He's yeah. very calm. He looks like Donald Sutherland, so I literally cannot hear him in my brain without the, you know, Donald Sutherland voice, which is not right, but, you know... No, he doesn't sound like Donald Sutherland. Why are you always First going one. back with me at them negative waves, Moriarty? The only Donald Sutherland quote you know. It's true. He's also in uh, Space Cowboys, which I've seen one time. One whole time, damn. And he plays Jesus in the film Johnny Got His Gun. That's, is that the song that they have uh, that they use clips for that Metallica video? Yes, that's the movie. Also, don't ever watch that movie. You will literally have nightmares. That the movie is very sad. It's it's sad, but it's also like it made me uh, to use the terminology of like children. It makes me uncomfy. Look at is Michael. That yeah, yeah, kids say uncomfy, huh? they say uncomfy. They don't say uncomfortable. It's uncomfy. Wow, I'm not with it anymore. I didn't know people were saying that. All right, uh, Sandy, would you like to read verse one? Thank you. Verse one. Nobody ever had a dream around here, but I don't really mind that it's starting to get to me. Uh, Nobody ever had a dream around here. Has an annotation from user crying bagel. Excellent username. There's a lot of good usernames in this th in this one, by the way. That could be. That's probably one of Spencer's burners, honestly. Crying bagel. That's in. It's just always talking about crying. And, Brandon Flowers and bagels. grew up in. Yeah, and uh, always talking about bagels. Brandon Flowers grew up in the small town of Nephi, Utah, where everyone is Mormon and conservative. This line implies that people in Nephi had a, had very low, simple expectations of their lives. No one felt the need to expand their horizons, so no one ever did anything exciting or out of the box. You know, it makes those clips from Pressure Machine all that much better because they give Samstown context without even being about Samstown. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think I, I feel yeah, that that, that annotation is pretty good, and it has yeah, it's taken with future knowledge, which is quite nice and circular. Whoa, it's deep. Thanks, Crying Bagel. You're an actual genius. You didn't. You also didn't Great write your essay about being more. Uh, oh, there was an annotation on, but I don't really mind that it's starting to get to me as well. Yeah. From totally an official artist who says the sheer lack of motivation in Brandon's hometown is killing him at the same time. He's not bothered by how badly it's getting to him. This may be reflective to this decision to remove from the small uneventful town of Payson, Utah. To Las Vegas, oh, boy. Nevada, oh, boy. We're his... we're going to get a lot of this, aren't we? Mm -hmm. He wasn't actually from Nephi. He was from the smaller Payson. 
And then they're like, no, he was actually from the Whitesburg neighborhood in Payson. Yeah. He never, is... he, he, he never left his taco town or Nephi. That's, that's, that, that's the real childhood story. <laughs> Do you think taco town? Just they moved uh, to Las Vegas when he was a junior. That must have been exciting. Hey, I, I moved uh, to Austin when I was a sophomore in high school. And I can... Where, where were you before that? Uh, Virginia. I went to I went to EC Glass High School in Lynchburg, Virginia, home of Jerry Falwell. I'm not kidding. Wow. Is there, is there actually a West Jerry Virginia, Falwell? by the way, or does that only exist in that country road song? Um, there is a West Virginia. It's a different state. Yeah, there's okay, a Virginia. But but that song is actually about the western part of regular Virginia. It's complicated. Um. <laughs> Okay. Sorry I brought it up. Um, what, what do you actually think? Is The annotation here points out that as it is pretty interesting word choice. I don't really mind that it's starting to get to me. Like Any particular reason why you think that sentence is as it is? Like, why that lyric? Uh, I think he's just like, it, I think that embraces, it's just like the character embracing that they want to uh, move out that they want to expand their horizons. So some people in this environment, which he writes about in Pressure Machine, actually have those feelings of restlessness, and then they fight against them because they feel like they're wrong or immoral. They'll be like, "Oh, I shouldn't be appreciative that I live in this wonderful town with my simple people around me that don't want anything else." But I, for some reason, I just have this energy because, yeah, he even say, "I have this energy beneath my feet." I think it's something that's also mirrored in when you were young. Uh, that song just kind of sounds like two people running away together from a town like this. So, so conflicting feelings then. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Anyway, uh, keep going, Sandy. Thanks. Nobody ever pulls the seams around here, but I don't really mind that it's starting to get to me. Verse two. I've got this energy beneath my feet, like something underground's going to come up and carry me. I've got the sentimental heart that beats. But I don't really mind that it's starting to get to me now. Sandy? Chorus 1. Why do you waste my time? Is the answer to the question on your mind. And I'm sick of all my judges, so scared of what they'll find. <laughs> I, this is from user Soul of a Troll. Woo! Who says, Woo! ahead of the rollout of Samstown, Brandon faced criticism over his bold new riverboat gambler fashion sense and became accordingly defensive. And it's an image from I Think You Should Leave, which is a tremendous show. And it's with the guy with the fedora with safari flaps on it and says he's still fucking wearing it. What the hell? What an incredible scene, too. Uh, okay, I love um, that entire ten, scene. Ten words or less. Explain this scene. <laughs> this, OK, see that awful hat that guy's wearing? Yes. That, that's what the skit is. It's like a courtroom sketch. And a woman is reading out texts from two people talking, and she's reading out the texts that they're judging this guy for wearing that hat. And so he's just sitting there being roasted in a courtroom, and he can't say anything. But they're all just talking about how much of a jackass he looks like because he's wearing a fedora with safari flaps. It's very funny. Yeah. It's very it does funny. increasingly obtuse things, and yeah, it goes over this, like a reconstruction of the scene 
Oh, that that's uh, it's absolutely yeah, top class skit that one. And the point is, it's like an insider trading thing, so it's just all totally uh, off and irrelevant until maybe like one like chiching like <laughs> message at the end or something. Yeah. What the? F- it's it's, it's great. It's hilarious. Clearly, I'm going to so riverboat gambler. Riverboat gambler is a deep cut there, isn't it? Yeah, riverboat gambler is. That's a that's a look for Brandon that we've mentioned many times on the pod. It went from you know, clean cut uh, Britpop boy to Riverboat Gambler phase. Then what was after Riverboat Gambler, Gambler phase? It would have been day isn't, and age. Isn't oh, shoulder pads. Brandon. It was Epaulettes, Brandon. Yeah. Epaulettes, Brandon. And then he did the whole um, Hitler, Hitler youth, youth, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's just like, he's like, what? Like, he's like wired. Know, like, like, yeah. Vegan Elvis sort of thing. That's yeah. Roughly what he yeah. was like. He does kind of look like vegan Elvis when he's when he's on stage. He's vegan Elvis. When he's not, he's like Dad. You see at Costco, yeah. But in Nephi, Utah, like the type of guy who would be like wearing a Carhartt jacket and just like watching the birds fly around in the parking lot, and he'd be like, "The beautiful day, isn't it, my neighbor?" Yeah, sure, Mister Brandon. Anyway. Otherwise, <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, um, keep going. But I know that I can make it as long as somebody takes me home every now and then. Annotation. Annotation from Soul of a Troll, who says, These lyrics sum up the album's thesis, pitting the desire to escape from a small town against the grounding emotional connection one has to the place where you grow up. The, uh, the classic Soul of a Troll actual genius lovely. comment. It's the, it's, it's the classic <laughs> Soul of a Troll, like the duality of, of Troll. Which is, of course, Slipknot. Yeah. Anyway, break. Well, have you ever seen the lights? Have you ever seen the lights? This is an annotation from (laughs) user Crank That Nipple Clamp. Hell yeah. (laughs) Also, another Spencer Burner who says the same line appears in the music video for the band's song for reasons unknown on a sign asking, have you ever seen the light with an S? Wait. Interesting. Is it the phrase, have you ever seen a light with an S, or is there just, have you ever seen the lights? Yeah, are, are those quotation marks, like, in the right place or the wrong place? That's... Oh, yeah, it, there's the sign right there. Have you ever seen the light with an S? It's at oh. one minute, ten seconds. Um, they linked it. Oh, okay, hold on. Have you oh, yeah. ever seen the light with an S? What? <laughs> okay. Uh, that's like half a, a joke, I think. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah, but you know, in order for it to be a joke, it has to be like funny. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that sign is because they definitely made that for this video, like this neon sign, and now it's probably just sitting in a warehouse somewhere. I mean, or it's in Brandon's what? living room, and Ammon and Gunner and uh, <laughs> Grenade are all just like holding hands. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. And oh, so, why did they do it? Reasons unknown. We know this. Um, oh. Verse three. Yes. I took a shuttle and a shockwave ride, where people on the pen pull the trigger for accolades. This is the most one of the most Brandon lyrics. This whole verse is oh, like Brandon yeah. was like, 
I've, I've never fucking understood this lyric. So hopefully there's an explanation here. <laughs> I, this verse to me is like you hit two three pointers because I actually like the first two verses. They're pretty good. They're cohesive. They're creating a narrative. And then first three is just like you're like hook shot from like the logo for no reason. <laughs> you're just like, all right, you're doing fine. You didn't have to do this. Okay, this annotation is from user Mike Ear, who says many music industry critics hated on Brandon for the way he boasted after the success of their first album, Hot Fuss, in the October 2006 issue of Giant Magazine. It's way too big. Like, I can't. I, it's so huge. Flowers was quoted as saying that Sam's Town would be one of the best albums in the past 20 years. And in Entertainment Weekly, he remarked that it would be the album that keeps rock and roll afloat. Wow. Yeah. He, he that, that, himself. That's a three-pointer from the logo. Damn. Wait, wait, what? Saying that this is going to be the album that keeps rock and roll afloat. That's like I, I it's like it hits the rim and bounces off and it gets fucking. How are you gonna say that when Crazy Frog was active in two thousand six? Okay, you're right. <laughs> I, I don't Everything know about you. So it was a, 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 it was a very roll. good idea, very good um, comment. I would say. Well done, Michael. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I think yeah, no, I'm doing something. It, it's funny. There's a type of brand in lyrics, isn't there? Like, I was trying to think of one in my head, and something like you know. I wrote a constellation in my rear view mirror and something like that, you know, this is a sort of thing that he does, but there's yeah. a lot of it here. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. See, but no, this is the verse where I'm like, I don't think that he took a bullet ever, you know? And so it's, this no, is he all, just took, he just took a bullet and looked inside. No, he's speaking in like metaphors, right? Like it's all metaphors. Well, no, took it, taking a bullet is like, you know, that's a turn of phrase for getting shot. Yeah. You know, he didn't, he didn't physically look at a bullet and go, you know, golly gosh, you know, this is a shell casing. Don't judge me. But you know he didn't. He didn't go. Well, golly gosh, look in there. He he, he got shot. That's it's like a metaphor. He metaphorically got shot. If you think that Samstown is truly about Brandon, like him just writing about himself and escaping from Nephi, Utah, and like the boredom and stuff, this verse makes a little bit more sense because it does. And when this person, like uh, in the annotation, linked this lyric for "pull the trigger," the people on the pin lyric. Yeah. Uh, it does make a little more sense where he's like, okay, he became suddenly famous. He got hated and like ripped apart by journalists. And then he decided he was going to write American music, I guess. Cause that's what these like next two lines kind of like indicate, you know, like what, what this whole album is kind of like an American masquerade when you think about it. Well, that's it. Like, but it's like a masquerade, like a, a sham, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's kind of I, I do think of the connotation of masquerade is like a a farce. Yeah. So well, that's kind of uh, but also masquerades are like crazy ass parties where people I guess it's like if you went to a party and everybody's dressed up like an American. So <laughs> that's they do that all the time in the UK. Right, Sandy? <laughs> the American masquerade. You know, I, I, I think I saw. I think I saw the American Masquerade at my like aunt and uncle's annual luau. There you go. It's a real cool. thing. But um, 
No, but this is the lyric that I was always like, this is a weird ass lyric. It doesn't make any damn sense. Um, but if you if you read it literally, because when I was a stupid little kid, I always read it literally. And I thought that he was talking about himself, but from like a character perspective. And so I always read this lyric as, you know, um, he he there was like like a thing that he survived and then. Uh, but he found himself in this thing that he survived, like like some sort of terrorist thing, like nine eleven. He survived nine eleven. It it had already happened at this point, so. But it made him feel more alive or in touch with everything around him. Is that kind of what you're saying? Well, yeah, like he he basically discovered himself through his uh, tumultuous. Uh, life event, as it were, and cool. and you could argue that that tumultuous life event might have been, you know, becoming the killers. But if yeah, you, yeah, keep going, keep going. No, I I like that because yeah, it could be like maybe close to the sort of stuff he ends up talking a lot. About Sam's sort of during day and age, which is more, <coughs> yeah, I think about fame, as you mentioned before. Do you want to do verse four? Um, am I on? I'm doing verse four, right? Yep. Okay. Um, uh, I still remember Grandma Dixie's wake. I've never really known anybody to die before. I always thought that lyric was anybody that died. Before. That's what I thought it was too. That died before. And I oh. always took. I always read it like that because it sounds more like like childish but whatever um uh red white and blue upon a birthday cake my brother he was born on the fourth of july and that's all uh this is a huge annotation so i'm not gonna read all of it from katie jean who wrote the intro says brandon stated in an interview that after his brother shane was a no-show for their grandmother's funeral brandon's mother ripped up all of shane's music posters as punishment damn when my great grandmother died, he didn't go to the funeral. We were all in the car waiting. I'm in the car waiting for Shane and he never showed up. My mom went in the house and ripped up every single poster on the wall in half because she knew that that was the worst thing she could do to him. Even his Beatles poster. Not my crazy it's- frog poster. It's also <laughs> slit knot corn, limp biscuit, POD, stained, uh, head PE. Uh, System of a Down. Yeah, and... who, who did that cold song? Was what song? Oh, oh, that was in that post grunge era. I'll find it later. I think, I think it was called Cold, but I can't remember the name of the band. But it was quite big. Oh, uh, never meant to be so cold. Shine Down. Maybe. Oh. What I really meant to say. That never meant to be so cold. Is that that one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's Shine Down. That was a whole era of rock and roll music. Holy shit. Maybe Brando was right. Maybe he did keep rock and roll afloat because all that shit. Staring down the barrel of a 45, that's another one that I remember from that era. Jesus. Okay. Sandy? He wasn't there. Chorus 2. Like, chorus 2. So why do you waste my time? It's the same one. Um, is the answer to the question on your mind. And I'm sick of all my judges. They're so scared of letting me shine. But I know that I can make it as long as somebody takes me home every now and then. Every now and then. Wow. Oh, that's very good. There's no annotations there, but the mentioning letting me shine, I guess, looks forward 
to read my mind because that's kind of a lyric in that song. It's also, um, once again, it harkens back to the whole uh, verse three, you know, um, people like shitting on him. Uh, in verse three, it was proverbial. But in this, he's literally saying, hey, I'm sick of all the people, you know, talking mad shit, you know, because they're scared that I'm successful or something. Right. It does change. There we go. It's an anti-hater album uh, song. That's, that's what we've come down on. We'll take that. Yeah, I mean, it makes the most sense. Yeah, it, it's it's changed. In Chorus 1, he's sick of his judges, scared of what they'll find. That's the people in his hometown. In Chorus 2, he's sick of the, the writers and the journalists. The media, the man. The damn mainstream media. Okay, Um. anyway, outro. You know, I see London. I see Samstown. This is from user El Bobieka, who says he sees his dreams of becoming a star doing shows in London and seeing home Sam's Town Casino in Las Vegas. Also a wordplay of seeing London and seeing France. Oh, see, I'm not the only one. Uh, That's yeah. the only rhyme that I hear in my head. I don't think anybody else has a different one until Sam's Town was written. Exactly. Holds my hand and lets my hair down. Brandon, known for having long hair, flowing locks. <laughs> Majestic. With lots of um, light, lots of lightning in the locks. What was that? Lots of lightning in his locks. I think. Yes. <laughs> Canonically. Yeah, there's lightning in his locks. Um, rolls that world right off my shoulder. I see London. I see Sam's town. Uh, this is from user Soul of a Troll. There who it says, is. A reje- there a it is. Lyric song title included France and underpants. There it is. Vote up vote. 100%. Now. 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 You are here. Now. Now. <laughs> well, Spencer, how do you feel about those lyrics? Uh, incredible. They're so good. They're so good. It's such a good song. <laughs> Sandy? I love Sam's house. It's a really good song. Yeah, I think it's good. Like I say, I think it sums up the album. I agree with Soul Patrol uh, in both the sincere and less sincere comments, I think. Yeah, so it it paints a big picture. Um, I I like these lyrics. I think Rolls the World Right Off My Shoulder is an interesting one there at the end. Is it just saying, like, it alleviates stress? When he's when he's back home, something like that. That makes the most sense. Um, I had never realized that that's how it was. That is such a weird wording. There's so much like. There's a lot of lyrics in this where you're like, what a strange way of putting it. And I feel like that one more than all of the others is really. It's a quintessential. It's a good example of that. Rolls that world right off my shoulder. Yeah, because like when he goes home, he uh, he 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 the weight of the world goes away. Art. That's basically what you were saying, right? Yep. Art. The wonderful world of art. Oh, no. Is, well, what, that was a that was a lyric section right there, y'all. We did it. We made it. And now we get to go to live versions. 
Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, shall we go to there was there were no name the sames. However. Uh, we're on a live versions, right? Yeah. However, no, there was there was something I wanted to. I, I, I had something that I saw that was like, I almost wanted to play. But if you look Sam's Town. You should, is there a commercial for the casino? Well, no. If you go to Sam's Town, then search for songs. There's um, there's a song called Same Town New Story by Interpol. Which is basically the same name. Same Town. Same, same town. town. Do we want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, Take sure. Let's Na- I mean, it literally name the same, you know, the words there, you know. Yeah. Same town. Same, same town. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Are you going to watch together? Video unavailable. Thanks, YouTube, you bastard. Just clamp for a second. There's no commercials for uh, Sam's Town on YouTube, but apparently it's listed under the top tie, top five buffets in vegas for 2022 must be good ass buffet when's the last time you went to a buffet spencer uh 1832 uh i actually met the guy who invented them uh john buffet uh he's a professional hero uh a writer and he really liked lots of food for a small amount of money was he did you give him the idea you know Uh, like johnny b good style Exactly. But <laughs> he saw Spencer uh, in all his glory eating a massive amount of food, a no. bunch of different foods, too. And he was like, hey, f- hey, f- Sacre Bleu, what are you doing, American? And Spencer uh. was like, uh, this is just how I eat. I get like pizza and French fries and shrimp cocktail and ice cream with gummy worms in it. And I just eat it all at the same time. And he's like, I've been he called his brother uh jean-claude uh buffet it's like jean-claude you remember that food idea where we eat like fat americans well listen to this and then held up the spencer <laughs> <Just going. laughs> okay uh so this is same town new story by interpol From their album, I guess El Pintor. I didn't. I haven't heard an Interpol album since like 2007. So El Pintor. That's a that's Spanish for a whale's vagina. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's San Diego. Oh, of course. Huh, what? Well, the singer sounds different in this album. Is it a different singer? I don't know. He just doesn't have the same sounding voice to me. John Interpol. Oh, Johnny Interpol. Johnny Interpol, the professional, the hero, the greatest. What do you think of that song, Spencer? It's all right. 
Sandy, are I'm you an Interpol I'm, fan? I'm having an issue with the watch together. It's suddenly asking me for a browser extension. And... Oh, piss. Well, did it did it work eventually? Because this, this song was being a little piece of shit, kind of. So it might have not worked. I don't know. Uh, we're just going to keep going. Any objections? Let's do it. Let's see those live versions. Okay. Live versions. Let's see if this works. Sandy, tell us if this doesn't work. So this is them performing, the Killers performing at Glastonbury in 2007. This is it. This is what everyone's... Is that one working? Is it working? Are we good? Yeah, I can see it. I, I own yes, it. It's not mine. Yeah, it's not your issue, Michael. Sandy, are we good? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. I've been waiting for today. On the stage, bringing Vegas oh. to Glastonbury. It's the Killers. one DJ Were you at this show? No, but I literally watched coverage of Glastonbury when I was younger. Big what the hell it's happened to going. Michael? I'm here. Are you are you taking your clothes off? What's going on? Brandon's height. Is, does it, I'm just sitting here. What does it look like? Your your it's your well, camera it's cut out. A tiny bit of drinks and drugs here. He's he's, he's blocking about stage. Is this I'm here. Oh, uh, you're green again. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was like, God damn it. Man, they're feeling it. Look at that pyramid. Look at that outfit. Why are they all so shiny? Except for except for Mark. Mark is just like, uh, I'll uh, have a black coffee. Yeah, Mark's looking intense. Oh, please do the. I I really hope Brandon does the uh, wind up boy dance. He's got about 10 more seconds before I stop it. Yeah, they're like, it's, again, it's an intense one. I think they should play it more like that. Like for, for ages, they just played it like, yeah, a bit slower. But like, that's that's good. I think this, this show actually had some slight sound issues and didn't carry very far. And they got they kind of got like not great feedback afterwards, but it made them want to come back to Glastonbury at some point. Uh, they eventually did in twenty nineteen or something. Oh wow! And you were at that show, of course. No, I wasn't trans. I was. I went to transmit when they played the, like the Glasgow Festival twenty eighteen. Oh okay. So it's was, it was pretty much the same show, but it was good. I I just assume you're at every show there out of the UK. You know, I should I should just say yes next time you ask me that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I just I, I I was in a sidecar everywhere. You know. Yeah, that's exactly. You can just make up facts too. You'd be like, it was such a great show. Smash Mouth took the stage with them, and they did a a mashup of All Star and Mr. Brightside. By the way, Smash Mr. Mouth All-Star. is still around. Steve Harwell just left the band. That's probably good. He needs to be in rehab. No. He was the yeah, he, he was the Smash. voice of Smash Mouth. He also did. I think, I think he didn't write the songs, but yeah, he was the the image and the face of Smash Mouth. It was right. like 
his but own thing, he, he just got pissy at all the crowds, right? Recently, he's yeah, like, yeah, know. way too drunk. Where he's telling everybody to fuck off and like dropping beer bottles and stuff. So Axel Smash, as no one calls him, he's gone (laughs) down that road. You know, since he's not doing anything, we should really try to have Steve Harwell on the pod. It ain't no joke. Um, What do you think? Hey, I love your career. uh, What do you think of this? Oh, go ahead. This killer's deep cut. Yeah. Samstown? No, no, no. We, 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 if, we get, if you get Steve Harwell on to talk about the killers, goat sucker or something, <laughs> go, we're going to do another goat sucker episode. We'll just Steve Harwell. Too. Yeah, we'll go, do. Go. We'll do. Uh, I was listening to uh, Joseph Better You Than Me earlier, yeah. like the episode, and I forgot about the joke where you said where you suggested an alternate title for. The sequel to Bones was Bones Jr. And then we said Sans from uh, Undertale. Undertale. He looked like a Bones Jr. Oh, jeez. Okay. What's the uh, next live version? All right. So this is the uh, Abbey Road version. And Sandy specifically requested this version. So uh, this is the stripped down one, right? It's like acoustic y. Yeah. yeah, and we're gonna skip kind of towards the end because you said that yeah, the ending is better. I think this is actually also not that great. And then but I'm interested to see what your thoughts are. Again, it feels a bit meandering, but then when they play it at the Royal Albert Hall, they kind of get it right. But I'm interested to see what you think of this last few seconds. All right, so let's hear it. Hold on, let me let's let's back up here. All right, here. It's a hell of an outfit choice. I know that's not what we're supposed to be listening to right now, but oh my god, he's just all denim. Canadian tuxedo. Who's playing the synth? I don't know, maybe race win. Oh, it's quite sweet. I just think it sounds a bit like a different song. Yeah, it really I'm does. Here's a. It's very different, and honestly, okay, so it's not, the thing is, I'm weird, and I really liked because you got to remember, I love the this sounds like a like a like a community play or a community musical aspect of Samstown, and so the song ending like with like all the members of the cast before the play starts going on stage and you know, doing this like big, dumb idiot, like refrain, like I see London, I see Samstown, you know? Yeah. That does happen at the very beginning of every musical pretty much. There's maybe something endearing about it. I just think when we get to the Robert Hall thing, they they nail the ending of that one, like better than any other other one. So, okay. So, but I really like that. I liked it 
the kind of mutedness of it. But okay, so we're going to listen to the Royal Albert Hall version and we're going to compare them now. Uh, This is, of course, a classic thing that we do every time we listen to a song that has a Royal Albert Hall version. Um, Also, the crowd does actually sing along. Uh, Oh, speaking of race win, there he is. Freeze frame race win. Oh, he's playing the violin. Oh, I skill. Oh, it's Spencer. Because <laughs> I'm sweaty. No AC. No AC. Somebody takes me home. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I'm not crying. You're crying. Right. And he's, you can tell the look on Brandon's face. He's like, that's why we wrote that fucking shit. Yeah, it's connecting. This is so good. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the violin. I missed it. Okay, this. This is what you're talking about, right? Sand. And Dave just goes, now. Now. Oh, this is so good. It just feels more connected to the song, the rest of the song. You know, it's like, yeah, like that uh, more. Um, it's up, it's up, I'm open for, for debate to hear dissenting opinions. No. I really like that. No, that's the best that's version how the, of the That's ending. how the album should end, too. Yeah, that's it's like that. God, is that good? It's good. Because, you know, Pressure Machine, speaking, like, link, uh, linking those two albums again, Pressure Machine ends with that, like, fiddle, violin stuff, and it's pretty, pretty nice. It's a very nice way to end, especially, and it, it pulls in that Americana feel, too. Where, hold on, l- l- um, let me find the track list for this, because that might have been the last song, or at least the last song of... um the regular set before they came out for the encore. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking this up. Uh, no. OK, I, I cannot tell. I would have to go get my DVD and plug my DVD ROM drive in to find out. So. We're never going to find out. Uh, oh, we're going on a trip. Yeah, but we're not. I'm not gonna do that. But no, that's that's outstanding. That's so good. What's the next live version? Spencer Roan. Is the one? Is it one other one? There's one more. Uh, Yeah, I always like to spread them out. So here is a recent, um, a recent one. This is them performing at the Chelsea Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. Uh, this year. Ah, uh, the infinity thing. Look at, look at Brandon just fucking. That's like the point. Infinite killers. 
You might need to lean into the mic better, Sandy. I, I cannot hear anything you're saying. It might be because of the streaming, though. Might also be that. There's the bass player. What's his name, Spencer? Uh, Johnny hey. Mnemonic. That's the bass. You, you need to beat your snake. That's what. That's what he wanted everyone to tell you. Oh yeah, I gotta do that. Yeah, the bass is called Snake. That guy on the cover. Look at, look at. Did you see Dave just like yeah. half-heartedly raises fucking. Bones. Yay. Bones. Well, I'm There's Tim Burton on the keys. I'm gonna skip to the end here. We'll see. Oh, we got, got the album thing again. Yeah, that's back to the album version. Yeah, they kind of. This is like a quintessential womp womp killers moment. Like, what the hell, guys? They just did the album. Yeah, that's it. That's just they just did it exactly like it sounds. Yeah, so. they sh they should have done the piano version. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. No. All right. Oh, you yeah, got I'm, a lot I'm, of I'm glad they brought it back, though, because there must have been. A, I think there was a few album cycles where they didn't play that this one on tour, so. Seems well, to finally got back into regular rotation in this imploding the mirage slash pressure machine slash infinite killers. The killers Europe. infinite. Da -da. No, no mark. No mark. This is the Jake Blanton era. That's his name, Jake Blanton. Hey, you really, you really didn't know, didn't did you? I never fucking remember his name. <laughs> I mean, it is a very American sounding name. I'm not this guy. Hey, it's a guy. Jake Blanton. You know, like Ted's got like a memorable name. Jake Blanton is just like, I never remember it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely remember just a very American sounding name because there's lots of them. It's like when, uh, you know, I remember in, in Twitter, um, I, I called myself Cradley Booper for a while. Great name. I can't remember where it came from exactly, but it, it was because. I think I just seen that Star is Born adaptation where I think Bradley Cooper plays this American singer called Jackson Maine. And it's a name like that. And I thought, well, you may as well just call yourself something like Bradley Cooper. Like, right. and, and why not? Why not? Cradley Booper. Cradley Except, Booper. <laughs> yeah. Cradley Cran Booper is a good name. You should stick to that for his next, next role. Cranley Booper. Okay, so um, uh, do we want to play an ad? Do we want to make? Uh, do we want to? Yes, not three weeks in a row of no ad. I mean, we just rake in the ad dough. So. Oh yeah, just you just, know. Just... This is an ad for Pepsi. Drink Pepsi or fuck you. That's the. There you go. There was our ad for the week. They're not gonna pay. <laughs> He's got a Pepsi. Damn. Is it no cherry Pepsi this time. I have. You guys some... are budgeting. I have some in my fridge. I just don't. I, I just pulled the first bevy I grabbed. Um, okay, here's an ad. Pepsi. 
great for some sometimes worth getting if you're if it's not within immediate reach. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> drink Pepsi. Okay, so um, I was all excited because yeah. I was I was like, oh man, I'm gonna really fuck with the boys this week, and then uh, spoilers. There was nothing. There's no covers. There was like, this is it. This is this is like me searching and like a bunch of these are it's like a lot of Gerwigs. Um oh good. Uh there's but one like reverb. We don't yeah. actually. This isn't actually Sam's town. It's what is a it? it's a different town. Crazy town? Funky town. Oh. I love to start the covers off with a cover of a completely different song. Yeah. I invested in Lip Sync like four years ago and I've lost all of that. <laughs> oh, look, Hi. Spencer's in control of the air conditioner. Low, set to yeah. cold. It should actually be all the way on economy. Yeah, this is getting lower and lower and lower. I love how mad you are. Like, this is legitimately like your bit this week. Look, when I meet people in Texas that are like nitpicky about the air conditioner, I'm like, just just pay the money for the electricity. Kill the environment so that you don't have to scorch yourself in your apartment. See, it turns out Michael is the poster of this this uh, this video because the channel that posted it is called Imagine Being Cool. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's what Destroy you can do right now, Spencer. Look inside my house where I have it set to 73 degrees. A wonderful Destroyer five degrees garden. cooler than it is in your house. It's probably actively getting hotter right now. You're like, you're like, I don't even have to boil water. It boils itself. Sandy, say something. Anything. <laughs> my Dr. Pepper is flat and warm. Next cover. Sorry, my, my my brain's a I'm I'm thinking of whether a Sam's Town Funky Town mashup would work in any capacity at all. Mm. The answer is probably no. Clearly, you need to do every song with the word "town" in it, just all mashed up. But instead of like actually making it sound good, just just play them all at the same time, so it sounds. That's just, what I was saying Crazy oh. Town. They did a uh, that uh, come my lady, come come my lady. That was Crazy Town. <laughs> Hold on. Butter, Someone's... Butterfly. Oh my. Sugar. Baby. That's <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Um, oh. crazy down. Another one. Come, my lady. Ever? You're my pretty baby. I make your legs shake. You make me go crazy. Oh, God. Bam, the, album's... <laughs> the title of that album is called The Gift of Game. I remember it. <laughs> and I think there's like a hot babe on it. If if I remember anything, it was. It, it reminded me of Juggalo culture. Let me see. Crazy Town. <laughs> See, I'm. I'm oh, oh, it's worse. It's worse. It's a. It's a sort of like Lolita shit. That's. It's awful. Looking at this album cover now. The, <laughs> the gift of game. It really is. Yeah, it is a Lolita girl, like very sexually licking a like Tootsie Pop, and wow. she has devil horns with an. It, this looks like a tattoo you get at the at fucking Six Flags. Everything but it would be Tweety Bird. <laughs> See, I'm over here trying to fucking find 
like a mashup of Sam's Town and something. And y'all are just like describing the worst shit I've ever heard. The, the girl licking the lollipop on the cover of the album is a fictional character created by Crazy Town known as Little Lolita. Okay, oh, we're going to keep going little... with the the actual covers now. There's a Sorry, song on this good. album called Lollipop Porn. So this oh. is so this is Jake Montanez and it's the Killers Yearly Cover Challenge 2007 and this is him performing Sam's Town. Okay, he's rocking the Kermit the Frog's shirt and the Chicago Blackhawks sleep pants. He's also he's got, got an R2-D2. He's got an R2-D2 pillow. And, a, and Grogu. That's a baby Yoda for people who aren't nerds. Watch the show. He's nailing the piano set. He's... Yeah. Too bad he's singing like Tom DeLonge. My feet, like someone underground's underground got to come carry me. Mm. <laughs> carry me. I don't really mind it. It's starting to get to me now. <laughs> Why do you waste my time? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> hey, you know that guy who does like if so and so did a cover this song or did this song? Uh, if the killer or if Blink-182 made Sam's Town. It would just be like power chords. He doesn't look like Tom DeLong, though. He looks like, you know, I don't know, Andrew WK's nerdy younger brother. Yeah, he really does have an Andrew WK vibe. He really fucking does. But you know, you know who I'm talking about with that, that other thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a... Blink-182? No, no, if if... Hold on. If Blink 182 got, uh, wrote Jamie, yeah. Fucking Alex Melton. You never seen that? I don't that? know who that is. Oh, um. I've yeah. probably seen it, but. He he did this, uh, which is a song that you and me talk about constantly. Semi-Charmed Life. Uh, this is a video by Alex Melton. If Blink-182 wrote Semi-Charmed Life. So far, so good. But what if he did one of this for Samstown? We're not going to watch much yeah. of this. Not Semi-Charmed Life. So just That's brief good. aside. Yeah. Just brief aside. I I love that he has uh you know not really Tom do all the dirty lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. That's the really way the way it would be, especially for this song. But he's even changing the arrangement and the cadence slightly to make it more like a like or Mark Hoffacy thing as well. Like that's yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice, a nice touches there. Yeah, but pretty good. Yeah, this is a really good channel. I think he should uh, he should do Samstown. Let's get him on the pod. We should get him on the pod. You want to get him on the pod? Yeah, message yeah. him. Uh, on my right after we finish recording. Okay. Delivery is aggressively lazy in my mind and it's just like pick up your own shit just fucking i'm super lazy 
What the heck? What am I hearing? Yeah, what was I hearing just now? I'm oh, sorry. I don't know what to what, what to say, so I decided to um, dip into a vault of previous Spencer comments that I kept from recent episodes. Oh no! <laughs> Does that come through? Like I, I didn't hear it. like a teensy bit. Like it's it's definitely like whispering through. Damn it! That's okay, fine. That shit would fuck come and uh, I think it's just fucking come anyway. Yeah, I can barely hear it. Don't worry about it. Okay. No worries. But send those to me or post them somewhere. Um, okay, next up we've got Grace Suntkin. Um, and their cover of Samstown. Let's skip ahead. Oh, yeah, this is a Gerwig. This is actually a Ger... It's a Gerwhip. Ger, ger whip. This is if uh, Samstown was in Juno. Yeah. You get that. Or if it was in the commercial for the new Gears of War. Her voice reminds me of... Um, oh, God. What's the name of the woman... Oh, is it like Regina Spectre or something like that? Or not quite. It's not as powerful as Regina Spectre, but it's got a tiny bit of a quality like that. I. It's like um. Do you ever hear uh? There's a song I've been obsessed with recently called "Crying at the Wawa." No, not heard that okay. before. It's hilarious. But hold on, the woman in that song, kind of. Sounds like her, like the gas station chain in the yes. East United States. Yes, the song that is that is literally what it is about. Uh, Mal Blum, Mal Bloom. Don't know her. Well, don't worry about it. She sounds like that. Um, oh, okay. I'll take your word for it. Just take my word for it, because we've already gotten distracted enough, and it's three in the morning where Sandy is right now. Well, hit me with some more covers, I guess. Um, oh, Spencer oh, froze. Did he just cut off? What's going on? Did my internet die again? I used to see you. Maybe he finally turned the AC on and it went right down to like zero Fahrenheit or something. <laughs> he couldn't take it anymore. He's like, I'm putting this AC on. I'm sick of this. Yeah, no. I think my internet just died. It took I'm away all, dead. all the degrees at once. <laughs> Hold on. He really did just completely freeze. He's just stuck just there. Gonna message you guys really quick. Oh, yeah, there it is. Interesting show. Oh, there it oh, is. Okay. Hey. Okay. Wow, that's the first time you've ever frozen or like dropped out on on pod, Spencer. It's fine. I know my earnest being weird tonight. <laughs> pew pew. Okay. Uh, what did I miss? Nothing. Uh, you just commenting on you freezing. Yeah, it wasn't sure what was going on, and then we said, uh, or Sandy said that. Um, is because your AC dropped and, and it froze everything. Your temp, your apart, your entire apartment is just too used to the acrid temperatures that you and your insane roommate set it to. Okay, so next up we've got Dominic Bennett and his c- cover of uh, this song. Oh, that's a nice arrangement. 
thing I paid you was on the guitar. Listen, pretty, clean pretty sounds nice. Nobody ever had a dream around here, but I don't really mind that it's starting to get to me. Nobody that's ever quite good, actually. That's like it's not, it's not the exact same as Brandon's really voice, but it's got the same sort I've got this yeah. energy beneath my feet, like something underground. It sounds like come up and carry me. I've got this sentimental heart that beats. I'm trying to think. There's a guy. I'm not good at remembering things this week. There's a guy. There's a guy. He sends mail, says Spencer. It's a pretty nice cover. Can't hate. He kind of looks like that guy from uh, Justified. Timothy um, Elephant. Or what's his name? Whatever his name is. Uh, or the, he plays Timothy the Elephant. Yeah, he does look like Timothy. Yeah, yeah Timothy Elephant. Yeah, Timothy oh Elephant. God. Now that's, that's his... the that's a, a guy in the Wiggles deep cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Things I'm I Didn't Think The Wiggles. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna skip the next girl, the next one, because it's just another Gerwig. Um, so that's an exclusive for all the audience. All right, so next up we've got uh, this is from Schrody Star or Orchestra, and it's an acoustic cover Orchestra? in a forest, and it's like a full band, but it's like you'll see. Okay, here we go. Electric Light Orchestra's working title. Yes. The orchestra. Orchestra. Oh, okay. They have like matching purple pants. It's like a disco greenhouse. <laughs> yeah, they are in like a, a ramshackle greenhouse. Uh, this is who Spencer has to spend hell with. I, I just know that they're, one of them's got patchouli. Yeah, spark, sparkly fits. Mix of accordion and hard synthesizer. And I guess like a like sounds like maybe like a Glockenspiel. Yeah, some sort of like a yeah, Glockenspiel or vibraphone setting or something. Yeah. Oh, one of them has a xylophone. I think that's a xylophone. Okay. There's, I like this. There's a lot of things. So he's he's got a, a guitar in his lap, but he's not playing it. I like what she did with her voice there. That was nice. Yeah. Is there a switch up coming? Maybe? If he used the accordion to play the bass, I'll be impressed. Yeah. What do you call it? Subdued Owl. the bass sound coming from? I guess we're just supposed to use our imagination. Oh, 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 the guitar. Oh, no. Oh. Okay, 
can't watch any more of this, but that was Sorry. it was fascinating. I feel I feel say it's the the vibe of like a a horror film though. Right. Yeah. No. Like this is. This is like the non-diegetic band that plays in the background of scenes where people are being like stabbed to death or whatever. <laughs> so yeah. this is the new uh, what's the guy like Ari? What's his face? Who did Ari uh, Aster? Ari, Ari Aster. Aster. This is the new Ari Aster film. It's called Shroudy Star Orchestra, and it's about like stumbling upon like this like whimsical little capricious band that actually turns out to be sadistic killers that play killers covers. Yeah, like, like th- th- this energy they're creating with a song is like actually powering a steamroller that's slowly crushing everybody like a hundred feet away outside the shop. That's <laughs> that's what's going on right now. Yeah, it's it's a scary vibe. Well, I'm... they're from Germany, so that makes sense. Okay, next up we've got. I don't even have a max res default on this. So let's see. Uh, this is uh, Vampire Fox UK. And this is the Killer's Samstown full cover. We're skipping two minutes in. No way. Spencer and Finding Kids. It's just oh, a slideshow like of like the band members playing in one of the kids' living room. Yeah, and they're clearly like. But we're not even hearing any of the song. Like we're not even like it's showing them playing instruments, and they're not even playing the instruments. It's just a piano man. I like that. Yeah, it really makes you think, doesn't it? We're seeing the instruments that we're not hearing. We're not seeing the instruments that we are hearing. It's, it's transgressive in a way. Yeah, it's just the same two pictures, too. Oh, no, there's a new one. Like wearing a Green Day shirt. There's a fridge. There's a fridge. Someone's got a nice epiphone or something. Vampire oh. Fox. I mean, it definitely sounds... What, what, now, now we know what the Vampire Fox says. <laughs> It's <laughs> like that. Hmm. I gotta get my head the podcast. They had very 2000s haircuts, all of them. Oh, yeah, big time. That was a, that felt like a whole scene. Even this little image here of Vampire Fox reminds me of that period of time from like 2005 to like 2008. I threw my headphones across the room. That's why you're always breaking your headphones. These are really durable. Like this specific pair. Um, but I digress. Let's that was li- the shortest digression you've ever had. I thought you were going to tell a story about like going to Circuit City or something. I went to Circuit City and I said, do you have the A27H headphones? And he was like, no, but we do have the A28H headphones. And so I went and I got a hot dog and I sat there and I thought, do I really want those headphones? And then my mom called and she said, don't do it. And that's the whole story. Thanks, Michael, for for telling my boring story for me. Improv. Vampire Fox, give a round of applause. Yeah, give it up for Vampire. Do we like that? How are we feeling about any of these? That these covers have all been pretty good so far. There hasn't been one that sounds like it was recorded inside of a tin can. Mm-hmm. 
So, well, let's see if uh, let's see if Max Power uh, disappoints oh, us. Good. You never know. Here, do your best impression of Max Power singing Sam's Town. I see London. I see Sam's Town. <laughs> Nobody ever had a dream around here. I like how he's like Kermit. Kermit. Nobody ever had a dream around. Yay! Okay, let's 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 listen to Kermit the Frog, aka that upset my cat. She's I'm upset. Okay, here we go. She's very upset. Sorry, Peanut. Dorm days. No, he's not yet stormed the capital. No, I don't he's think he's the capital. He hasn't shaved his head. I don't think he ever. I mean, he's got hair now, but also he's Canadian. I don't think he got into the country when that happened. Oh, so he was just a truckers rally. Yeah, he was at the truckers was. rally, probably. <laughs> And it's starting to get to me. <laughs> I can't not do Kermit now. There we go. He's got the rhythm on again. He's, he, he doesn't miss it one. That's what Spencer says in his head when he finishes a case of Yoohoo. Sick of all my judges, scared of what they'll find. I'm just bad because he really does sound like you guys, like <laughs> your impression. He has a very distinct voice. Uh, it sounds like he's oh. like actively hurting his vocal cords when he hits higher notes. So <laughs> he's, he's always on key. He's, he's, he sounds great, but it sounds very strange as well. Yeah. Yeah. How do Absolutely. we? I mean, honestly, I really liked his guitar arrangement there because it wasn't it's always just, good. Because he the wasn't guitar just, is always nice. He wasn't just imp- impersonating the song, you know. He was kind of kind of made it, it his I own. find that he rarely does. He usually yeah. does have a nice guitar arrangement that sounds really good, and his strumming is great. So yeah, he's a, he's a big fan of the uh, the triplet, the da 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 like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay, um, and there's only one way to end this. We actually have. It's been a while. A Mr. Sun's 10 cover. So, yeah, is uh, he still he's he's Godzilla fan 9000. Yeah, he's still Godzilla fan 9000. We should should respect his name change. It's Godzilla fan 9000. There we go. I want to know what that shirt is. About that. Yeah, about that. I think it's a Kermit the Frog shirt. About that time. Probably a Gex shirt. Why do you waste my time? Is the answer to the question the on your mind? I'm sick of all my judges, so scared of what they'll find. But I know that I can make it 
know somebody takes me home every now and then. Have you ever seen the light? And we gotta hear him too, I see London, I see London. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. okay. Beautiful. Boom. Single cut. That's it. What a what a hero. Like what a what he's the best. He's I mean, that's the mascot of Gerwigs. That's the first one we got that I was like, yeah, we want more of this. Uh how do you feel about that, Sandy? Mr. Sun's 10, so Slash Pit Godzilla fan 9000 generally. Um, a wonderful rendition as ever. It's it's just it's just it's so beautiful. Be, being incredibly himself, not got any agenda beyond I don't know, showing people that he loves the song. Yeah. That's why it's so, so good. Pure. It's so wholesome, it's perfect. We didn't get one of those covers this week that was not wholesome. That was like a guy like inside of like a the coffee house storeroom in like a black and white or like sepia filter playing like a guitar, but like with like a raspy voice, like clearly having like fuck me vibes. I see you London. Right? Okay. Who is that supposed to be, Spencer? That's what's sexy. Yes, that was sexy. That was sexy voice. <laughs> I see. Like the fucking crypt keeper. Okay, um, Sandy, what are your final thoughts on the song uh, "Sam's Town" by the band The Killers? Really good song, and um, like, like you get your amps up. I think it's a core part of Sam's Town the album, which I love. It's my favorite Killers album. You know, it's no the gift of game, but nothing really is. Um, and I think it might it would be close to a top ten song, top ten killer song for me if I thought the the album version, the studio version, ended more like the the Ball arrangement. I feel that, Michael. You're gonna get away with it again, Spencer. Shut up, Michael. Any opinion? Uh, That's I my like whole. I love it. It's my whole stick. I still like it. It's not just nostalgia for me when I listen to this. I do love Sam's Town. I uh, love listening to this album, and I think it's a great way to start it off. I do wish that they brought back some of the sounds. Uh, it is gonna be a top twenty-five all-time killer song for me, and top three on Sam's Town in general. Spencer, what are your final thoughts? Damn it! On um, this song, better than any other killer song, exemplifies the duality of the killers. Okay, you get your. It's got the weird Brandon lyrics, and mm. it tells a story where you're not sure if it's about Brandon or Brandon's writing as a character. And I think that makes this song more than any song that they've ever made. Like really pop. I think the song is an absolute classic and uh, you know, bop, bop, scobbly dop. Cause it'll, if I don't say there something stupid, Michael won't go there. It is. And then, you know how, 
how are we even doing this podcast correctly? Um, but the reason no. I don't the reason I don't normally uh, say my final thoughts is because I use Michael saying his final thoughts to pull up the big thing I read at the end of every episode. Um, so then if you're not, if you're not ready yet. No, I already did it. I got it. There we go. All right. Well, still, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you made it to the end of the episode, we appreciate the heck and heck out of you. Um, if you would like to support the podcast, perhaps financially, you can scroll to the bottom of every episode and select our anchor affiliate link, or you can support us on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash soul of a trucker killers podcast. If you'd like to email the podcast, you can send us all of your silly images and pictures and feet pics or whatever you're into to soul of a truck pod at gmail.com. If you think that I am funny, you can follow us on our Twitter. That's at soul of a truck pod. And if you think Sandy's funny, follow Sandy on. Identifiable Twitter or Sandy W. Nimble on Instagram. Yeah, do that. Uh, by the way, did you have anything else you wanted to plug before we go all the way in? Because I forgot to do that. Nothing right now. Just um, I said, if you if you follow my socials, you might find the odd um, engineering article. So I'm slowly trying to save the planet. One bit of journalism and research, I'd say. Yeah. If you want to support Sandy, uh, save the entire world. How's that? Easy. Easy, no problem. Anyway, if you think Michael's funny, you can also follow us on our Instagram. That's Instagram.com slash soul of a truck pod. Uh, I've been Spencer Palio. That's Sandy. Michael, say goodbye. So scared to let me shine And I know